Welcome back to Sports Shenanigans. It has been some time. I think approximately five weeks. Has it been? Yeah, because I've got on here. <laughs> here, um, I was thinking I missed like a week of football. And, no, I, uh, I've got on here NFL week two. Um, and so that means wow. we did week one. And now wow. we're starting week seven tonight. <laughs> wow. So this is what happens when you have a kid on the way and like you're under two months. Time goes by really freaking quick. It's also what happens when you're trying to sell a house and transition out of a job. And <laughs> Wow. I did not realize it was that long. I apologize to our listeners. That's bad. Yeah, it's just I'm sorry. I transitioned out of one job, another part-time job started up over here trying to sell a house. There's been there's been a very few nights come and go here for me. <laughs> yeah. Where it's like, oh, I got time. <laughs> no, I got no time. <laughs> and I'm gonna have even less time here soon. Yeah. So we're gonna have to do like half an hour episodes at some point. Hey. We just pop on, go. Hey, we're gonna talk about this subject. That's it. That's why I told Hunter when we were doing the thing, he was getting ready to have his kid, and I said, "So I'm thinking this is probably the last episode, Hunter." He says, "No, no, no. I like doing it." I said, "Hunter, you're struggling to find time right now. <laughs> <laughs> the kid is being born next week." <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm not gonna say I could do it every week. No, but I, I mean, but, you you have have been able to find more time than he was at that point. <laughs> Hunter, like, Hunter I mean, it was like, I'd say, hey, you got time this week? No, got it. Hey, you got time this week? Uh, maybe. Actually, something came up. I can't. It's like, Hunter, the kid's not here yet. <laughs> I would like to think. One, I think once every two weeks, I could gain, I could get time to do a solid hour episode. Yeah. I would like to think this now. I don't know. I'd like to think this. <laughs> we'll recircuit. We will re. I might just have to wake up in the middle of the night while Casey's up with the, with, up with the baby. And then we'll exactly. do the hour then. <laughs> well, here's the, here's the thing. Like when basketball seasons come around, you know, maybe less episodes you know brand new kid when we get to football season i mean she's going to be going to sleep at seven yeah so i can podcast after that unless i'm asleep (laughs) because i haven't been we'll figure this out so apologies we're not going to do everything We'll, we'll highlight some big stuff um something that's getting ready to start up next month that was announced in week two is that hard knocks is doing uh something they've never done before they're doing an in-season series and they're doing it on the indianapolis colts which i was surprised uh to find out that the colts would uh be a part of it um also we're hoping that it's somewhat relevant by (laughs) this november because <laughs> the colts are not doing well no they're not 
So what did you make of the Hard Knocks announcement? Oh, boy. Oh, no. That was bad. Sorry. Thursday night football is on, folks. And uh, oh, my goodness. That was bad. Who is – um? let's see who it is. I'm not sure if Teddy's still in the game or not. Is it number five? Uh, I can't see. Does it look yes. like he is not wearing socks? It is number five. That'd be Teddy. Is Teddy down? No. Teddy just threw maybe the worst interception I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> mm, it's going to be up there with two as last week. It's pretty rough. Um, <laughs> I mean, he threw it, threw it towards the end zone, but he threw it into double coverage, uh, and it was very easy catch for the defender. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Well... Back to the hard knocks. Um, I think it's interesting. I think I like the idea of it. Um, being an Indiana resident, I'm liking it a lot because, you know, we're going to talk about the Colts and it's going to be about the Colts. Now, will I probably watch it? No, but that's because I don't have TV and I don't have internet because I'm in the middle of the country and I'm waiting. I'm just waiting until it comes and it gets here. But that's a different story. Um, but... I think it's interesting. It'll be more because like I've all the hard knocks up until now have been like teams that I just don't care about. Mm -hmm. I'm not interested uh, at all. And so, because it's always been the horrible teams. And so I've never wanted to watch it. Whereas the Colts apparently are on the trajectory down because <laughs> by the record, um, it'll actually be interesting because, you know, you got Carson Wentz, the new quarterback um, and how he's doing, he's doing very good um for expectations uh granted i think they were low but he's blowing him out of water in my opinion um and you got i mean you got a horrible secondary you got darius leonard who i think is a very i think he's a good guy to have on the show who will be vocal uh and we might actually get to like meet some of the wide receivers that we have because we have very new guys other than Ty, and so it'll be nice to kind of like see that. Um, and if it goes well, maybe they'll pick some other fun teams. Like maybe they'll pick Green Bay at once sometime um, for middle of the season, or they'll pick. Um, I'm trying to think of fun teams to watch. The Bills, um, Chiefs, people like that, Chargers. So I think it's an interesting thing, and it could be good. Um, I also don't understand why the Colts are doing it because, yeah. Well, it's always seemed like it's it's run through teams that are kind Crappy. of more – Yeah, well, they're the more Hollywood teams and maybe not as well run, like – the Raiders or mm -hmm. the Cowboys or who was it? The Browns, like yeah, um, the Browns the jets have done it. Like the you know, teams that historically have not been run as well or are more focused on the attention it brings as opposed mm -hmm. to the actual. And so I was just surprised. I, it, it never occurred to me that Chris Ballard or Frank Reich would ever be like, yeah, let's do hard knocks. Yeah. Um, uh, I, I, like you said, as a Colts fan, I think it's great. I mean, like, you know, 
it's great as a fan to be able to see the team that you root for. Um, yeah. Does it affect the play on the field? I don't know. Um, the only time it seems like it hasn't is the Rams, but they weren't your traditional, like typically teams are poorly run. Well, I guess the Cowboys were on hard knocks this time and they're doing very well. Um, so, um, but yeah, I don't know. I, I think it's, it's, it's going to be interesting to watch, but I, I I'm, I'm just hoping that it's relevant by, I mean, it starts up November 17th. So you got a few more weeks maybe to get back to, you know, five and four, like mm-hmm. at least in the hunt, like the, yeah. Be somewhat if, in there. if we're sitting there at two and eight it's not gonna be it's gonna be like so are we talking about bench and wince so that we don't give up a good draft pick like <laughs> yeah um man the browns are just having their way um oh dell just dropped a ball um oh, dell Let's see. Uh, it's been a lot of injuries this year. I know there's a lot of in, there's a lot of injuries every year, but it seems like this year's more. Well, it just seems like there's a lot of big name players that have been getting hurt. Yeah. Um. Let's see. Justin Fields has started since week three, I think. Mm-hmm. Um. So that's something to update the listeners on in Chicago. Um, oops. Has it been the greatest? No, but I mean, it's, at least it's yeah. hope instead of watching yeah. Andy Dalton. This is um, true. <laughs> uh, and the Browns are going to fourth down. Um, let's see. Christian McCaffrey got hurt in week three or right before week three. Uh, mm-hmm. And he's never returned. He almost sure. did, but then he went back onto IR. I think. I that is true. Um, the NFL Wild Card Weekend changed its formatting. Oh. So it is now two games Saturday, three games Sunday, and one game Monday night. I like it. I I like it as a fan. Um, in the sense of getting more football on more days. Um, I'm not sure if it's necessarily good as a player because you go from Saturdays and Sundays to like, does there a disadvantage because you played on Monday and then you got to go back on Saturday or, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and no one's a fan of the ESPN broadcast unless it's the Mannings. So, um there's that but i do i think it'll be and apparently they've already agreed to that for the next five years so that's how it's going to be folks um let's see what else we got here oh we can't miss this uh the detroit lions are terrible and they might be cursed um in week three uh they had the lead and they gave up a fourth down and then lost on a 66-yard field goal, which is the longest in NFL history, by Justin Tucker. Um, Who's a beast. Yes. 
But then they also lost. They were down 16 to six with four minutes left. They got a field goal. They got a touchdown. They went for two. They went up 17 to 16 with about 30 seconds left. And then the Vikings hit a 55 yard field goal uh, to win. So I think the Lions are cursed. I don't think they can win. I, I, there's no thinking they're cursed, though. Uh, we all know they're cursed. <laughs> um, I think they've been worse, a worse team longer than the Browns have been. Um, and I don't think there's any way of fixing it, almost. Yeah, it's not a very good roster. Yeah, no. none of Nothing about it. I mean, DeAndre Swift's a little bit of a bright spot, but it's not even that bright. No. <laughs> um, similar situation when the Packers played the 49ers the, so far this year the refs have been terrible um, and the refs are always a topic of conversation because they're always terrible but um, they're very bad in a Packers and 49ers game specifically because the Packers should have easily blown that team out and the 49ers were essentially kept in it based on penalties that were called and made up and whatnot. Um, however, the Packers still got the win. Uh, they got the ball with 37 seconds left, and Rodgers took two plays. Devontae Adams, who we thought had a concussion. Uh, we didn't think. We knew he had a concussion, but somehow he came back in after a play. And, um, and I was happy. And he caught two balls, and then Mason Crosby hit the game-winning field goal. Um, and so the Packers are rolling right now. Um, let's see. LaShawn McCoy signed a one day contract as the Eagles and then, uh, retired. Um, Josh Gordon was reinstated and signed with the chiefs. Richard Sherman signed with the Bucks. Apparently, Tom Brady personally reached out. Uh, so the Bucks secondary is all injured. hurt. Yeah, and this, this, in the second game, Sherman got injured. Everybody, I think, I think the Bucks have eight injured defensive backs. Wow, it's like the running backs for Baltimore. Yeah. Um, Marlon Mack is on the trading block for the Colts. Um. The Super Bowl halftime show was announced. It is in Los Angeles this year. What? Everybody. Yeah. It's in in Los Angeles this year. And so they brought in, it's Dr. Dre with Snoop Dogg and Eminem and Kendrick Lamar and Mary J. Blige. And it is set up to be perhaps the biggest halftime show ever. And it is, I think by the numbers, it's like 44 Grammys, 19 number one albums um, between all the artists. Um, I will say the only thing I am interested in seeing is how exactly they air it. Um, yes. Because I am, I'm sure there will be, you know, everyone's aware of the Super Bowl halftime. So I'm sure there will be some self-censoring, but mm-hmm. um, I'm interested to see if, if the folks at home will be able to enjoy the concert as much as the people there. <laughs> I'm just interested in who opens. <laughs> like, who, who do you pick? I mean, I know what I would pick, but 
I don't know if that's what everybody picks. Exactly. I wonder, I think Dr. Dre is on the whole time. So I think Dr. Dre opens, but he's on the whole time because he's like, a, he's a producer DJ type. Mm-hmm. So I could see him just being on the whole time, like running the tracks. That's true. But I don't know who you bring out first. I mean, I, I mean, I would, I won't say. Well, I will. Um, I think, you know, Mary J. Blige is probably not your opener. Mm-hmm. But she, I, she's definitely not your closer. Um, she's somewhere in the middle. I would say Snoop might be your opener because it's Dr. Dre and Snoop and high energy, 90s hip hop mm-hmm. from from L.A. That's, that's the key here is they took... Dr. Dre, Snoop, and Kendrick Lamar, and maybe I don't know much about Mary J. Blige, but um, they're all from Los Angeles. And so that's the connection. And then Eminem's connected to Dr. Dre, and who wouldn't want Eminem? Um, He's the biggest artist in the world. Well, not right now, but you know. Um, And so I would say Snoop, you probably open. And then I would imagine you close with Eminem. But you might bring him in after and close with Kendrick. Mm. Or you might just have them all get up there together and do something. That's true. We'll find out. It'll be fun. It'll be better than last year. I can guarantee you that. Oh, yes. Um... Quentin Nelson went out and was put on IR, and he just returned to practice. Yippee! Um, but I don't know if he's playing on playing. I just know he. Was I don't. Playing. I don't think he's playing this week. Um, Bronk has been out with a rib injury for several weeks now. Yep, he's still out. Oh, here's a good story. Well, well, so Brady passed Breeze for the all-time passing record. Um, a couple weeks ago. Well, like better. He's friggin' played for 400 years. That's what I always said of the people like that, like with Favre and stuff. I was like, well, you've played longer than everyone else. You should have all the records. Exactly. Um, let's see. Here is a great story. Maybe not great for everybody involved, but it is fantastic. Urban Meyer... Lost a football game, I believe, against Cincinnati on Thursday night football and Mm -hmm. decided he would stay back instead of going, instead of flying back with the team. Um, And then video surfaces of him in a bar and there was some young girls grinding up on him and uh, and such. And so um, that was a big hullabaloo and the owner had to give a statement and urban had to give a statement and the team was struggling and uh and it was just not good now we'll start with that so urban what what did you make of urban's situation here i think urban's an idiot <laughs> i think he's a man of taste i think he's an idiot <laughs> I mean, 
you got to know who you are, what your job is. It's like, it's like me working at Indiana Wesleyan. I work at a Christian college where you're not supposed to do basically almost anything. Well, if I were to do some of these things, I, there's a potential I could lose my job. Well, I don't think this necessarily is going to make him lose his job, but it definitely doesn't look good on him. And if he were to take this team, Grant, they just won. If they were not to have won a game this year, he very well could have just been kicked out, like just because he's not a good a good uh, um, leader, basically. So, like, I think he's an absolute idiot for – I mean, if you want to go out to a bar or whatever, go to the bar, have a couple drinks, mellow out from being PO'd that you've lost every game. But – you got to know you can't do that. You know, someone's taking a video of you at all hours because it's like, Oh, it's urban Meyer. Remember when he was a great coach at Ohio state? Cause no one cares about his NFL career. Um, yeah. I think he's an idiot. I think he's not going to last as a coach. I think he's got two years tops um, before they move on to someone else. Um, yeah, that's my thoughts on Urban Meyer. I think he needs to go back to coaching college or just not coaching. I just, my favorite thing that's come out of it is now when the Jaguars break a huddle, they go one, two, three, grind. Nice. <laughs> that's funny. Hey, Urban said when, when he had the interview for the job, he said he would grind for this team 24 7. He's keeping promises. Well, he's not the one grinding. So, well, some. Something's got to be grinded on. Well, it shouldn't be him. <laughs> He's a creepy old weird dude. Um, let's see. Uh, Patriots, well, Patriots release, quote unquote, Stefan Gilmore, um, who was eligible to come off the pup after or in week six. Gilmore was then traded to the Panthers for a 2023 sixth round pick, which is the equivalent of a 2022 seventh. Um, and apparently Gilmore is originally from Rockville, North Carolina. I was shocked that all it took was essentially a seventh round pick to get Stefan Gilmore. Um, yeah. Like, but I'm also not a fan of, announcing a release and releasing a statement and him releasing a statement and just using that as leverage to get some last offers in because uh, it's not official till four o'clock, but you announce it at nine in the morning. I mean, it's a business. That's what the NFL is. Everybody knows that. So, I mean, I get it, but yeah, I was shocked at, how little they get got for him considering two years ago he was a defensive player of the year yeah um and obviously he's still a top cornerback like he might not be the best one in the league but he sure as heck's gonna help your defense and so carolina has a pretty nice defense over there yeah because didn't they just draft a defensive back as well. Yeah, JC Horn, but he got hurt. Did he get hurt? I couldn't remember if he was hurt. Yeah, I had it up time. here. I think I get him and Sertain mixed up quite a bit. Sertain's in Denver. Horn broke his foot. 
I think he's out for the year. That's right. Well, either way, Carolina, good job making smart decisions. Trade nothing for him and trade nothing for Sam Darnold. Yeah. Kill him. Uh, the Cowboys released Jalen Smith and the Packers signed him. Um, and Jalen Smith probably thought he was going to be the news of the day, but then Stephon Gilmore happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, let's see. Russell Wilson's out for several weeks with a middle finger. Middle finger. Um, let's see. Juju is out for the season. Uh, Clyde Edwards Hilaire's hurt. The Giants are having a rough go of it. Daniel Jones, Saquon, Kenny Galladay all went down in one game when Sterling Shepard and Darius Slayton already out. Mm-hmm. And then their rookie wide receiver, I don't know. His Tony. 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 Something like um, Whatever. He, he's hurt as well now. So. Yeah. Um, let's see what happens here on second and 15. It is a throw. It is caught. And it's a gain of about seven. Um, so Urban, that was a, that was a big topic of conversation for you know, five, six days. Mm-hmm. But then everybody forgot about Urban when the news of John Gruden broke during the Colts game against the Ravens. This is true. Uh, John Gruden had some emails come out on a Thursday or a Friday where he apparently used some racist tropes and some vulgar language in, some, in regards to uh, Damari Smith, the NFLPA president or executive director, I forget what his title is, and um, and uh, Roger Goodell, um, and so that was uh, that was a distraction, you know, and uh, the team didn't do well, and everyone was kind of, you know, it, it's it's come out in the they're fishing through the Washington emails to investigate the Washington football team. Um, well, then apparently some more emails were found and Gruden uh, essentially um, just kind of went down the line of offending anybody and everything. Yeah. Uh, I believe Schefter called it uh, homophobic, misogynistic, and racist. <laughs> so um, there's Got that. it all. So during the Colts game, when I just don't like to remember that game, it just reminds me of pain. Um, I thought the Colts were going to be on the national spotlight finally, and people were going to say, look out for this Colts team. And then they sucked in the second half, specifically the fourth quarter, and we somehow lost a game where we were up 22 to three. Um, Yes, we did. And – if you want to know just how bad the Colts secondary is, Lamar Jackson, whose one critique is that he's not a very good thrower, threw for 37 of 43 for 442 yards and four touchdowns, mostly in a half. Um, so there's that. 
But uh, during that game, it was announced that John Gruden would be out as the Raiders head coach. Um, the Bucks have removed him from their ring of honor. Um, it is it was shocking because Gruden had what six years, sixty million left on that deal. Um, I think so. To be a head head coach of the Raiders now, you know, everyone was kind of over John Gruden because. The, you know, his Monday night football career, it was like, oh, this guy's really smart. And then, like, he'd run a team, and, you know, he hasn't had very many good ones. He won a Super Bowl, but um, I think most people are realizing that it was largely built by Tony Dungy, and then Dungy left and Gruden came in, and then they won the Super Bowl. Um, mm-hmm. The uh, Gruden had four seasons with the Raiders, and not one of them was a winning one. Um but uh but yeah so he is out and that took over everything and urban kind of hopped right out into cool water he hopped out of the hot water and got in the cool water because john gruden was taking up all the hot water that he was um zach ertz was traded to the cardinals for cornerback tay goen and a fifth round pick uh Nick Chubb is out. He's been out for a couple weeks now. Um, the NFL's top lawyer, Jeff Pash, also got caught up in some of the email scandal. There were 650,000 emails. I like, I don't even like how much stuff is in that. Um, let's see. Russell Wilson will be out until at least week 10. The Cardinals played the Browns and Cliff Kingsbury, QB coach Cam Turner, and defensive tackle Zach Allen were all out after testing positive for COVID. Uh, the Cardinals just went in and walloped on the Browns in Cleveland, even without the coach there. Um, T.Y. Hilton finally came back to play and he caught a 52 yard pass in the game against the Texans. Um, NFL week six, you had the Jags first win in London against the Dolphins. Uh, the question mm-hmm. was, would Urban fly back with a team from London? He did. Yes, he did. Um, uh, speaking of Casey, as, a, as, a, as our resident Dolphins fan, uh, how are they so bad? Herbage. Um, well, it helps when, you know, your best cornerback has 11 interceptions through the year and he's playing. Um, and I, and I'll say this, I'm not exactly against the trading of Xavier Howard. I never have been really because he really has only had that season where he was like the stud uh, cornerback. Every other season has been okay, and he's been hurt. So I was like, if we can get a first-round draft pick out of somebody, do it because it's worth it, in my opinion, because he never plays. And so he didn't play. Uh, I think a couple other guys didn't play in general, so that didn't help. Um, and I think that – 
what's his name? My coach, I forget his name. Flores. There we go, Brian. I think Brian Flores is not the coach answer. Um, we just had a block. Ooh, I I'd say he has definitely till the end of the year to figure some stuff out. He's not necessarily on a hot seat yet. I think the GM Chris Greer should be on the hot seat and should be kicked out because he sucked the last couple drafts. Um, and then the double offensive coordinator situation needs to go as well, even though they put up, I think it was 30 something last week, um, which was nice to see. No, uh, it, was put, nice it was, I think the Jags won 23 20. Okay. There it was 20, whatever. <laughs> I know two or through three touchdowns and 300 yards passing. So like that was very encouraging to see as a Miami fan that two is actually playing well. Um, and Jalen Waddle played very well as well. So like that connection's there. Um, so that's very exciting considering all up to now, we've not had any kind of an offense at all. And we are garbage. So it was nice to see a little bit of an offense going on. But yeah, I think it's coaching. I think our defense just sucks. We're shot back to Cincinnati. Um, or the Colts. Well, no, the Colts can't trade the Colts. Don't trade to the Colts. <laughs> they don't have first shot pick anymore. <laughs> um, we had a fun scene in Chicago where the Packers beat Chicago and the game ceiling touchdown was a Rodgers run and he uh, celebrated it by getting up and seeing that he was uh, being shown many a middle finger and being screamed at by all the Chicago fans. And it was caught on the cameras. Well, part of it. Uh, allegedly, here is what was stated. It was like, you're yelling at me? I've owned you my whole effing life. And I still own you, and I still own you. And he's running down, yelling at everybody that he still owns them in Chicago. He's very successful. He owns part of the Milwaukee Bucks. Um, mm-hmm. Apparently, he's got some stake in the Chicago Bears. Um, he does. Aaron, Aaron Rodgers is uh, set up very well for the future after football. Um, but yeah, that is that's one of those moments that you love to see. Yeah, I think I saw somewhere on Twitter a Bears fan posted some, like basically his comment of that, and they were like, "I have never felt like my soul crushed so much, other than when he said I still own you." <laughs> and I was like, oh, "That must suck to be a Bears fan." <laughs> I'm like, I mean, Tom Brady may have killed us, but he doesn't really mouth Miami all that much so it's okay <laughs> I feel good um the Colts finally dominated with the grain of salt the Texans um they won 31 to 3 
they looked very good. Carson Wentz was slinging it. Uh, Paris Campbell caught a touchdown and immediately went on IR. So everything's on track as normal. Yep. Um, I think I, I like Paris. I think he could be a great wide receiver, but he's got to get cut after this year because I'm not paying him to get hurt again. Um, yeah. He's coming. I, I, I think this is his last. But... I think it's his last year on his rookie deal. It might be. And he's hurt again. So, um, but yeah, Colts look very good. They are now two and four, which I said at the beginning of the season, I said, if the Colts are two and four through week six, I'm going to feel very good. Now, I did not think we were going to be two and four the way we are two and four. Uh, and I thought we were going to get smacked by the Rams. We should have won that game. I thought we were going to get smacked by the Ravens. We should have won that game. We should be four and two right now. Uh, so that, that doesn't give me a whole lot of confidence. It makes me think we're incapable of winning games. Um, but if we'd have just gotten shellacked by them, I'd be pretty good about two and four. The toughest part of our schedule, I think, is over um, as far as the consistency of toughness. Um, this week, we've got the 49ers coming up. Um, so that'll be a tough, uh, tougher one. And we've got uh, uh, the Cardinals on Christmas, which will be scary but um the um not exactly the christmas morning or evening or whenever they play that i'm looking forward to um but we started off with seahawks rams titans dolphins ravens and so those are all essentially playoff teams from last year um so it's a pretty tough schedule um I think we can put a string together here. We get the Texans twice. We get the Jaguars mm-hmm. twice. We get the Jets. Those are all wins. Yep. So, um, what? I said they are. You would hope. You would hope. Um, yeah, we just, we just got to get it together. Um, the Chiefs bounce back against Washington, kind of. They've still not quite figured out their turnover problem they're doing three and four turnovers a game uh Uh the last few weeks so they got to figure that out but um after getting just destroyed by the bills uh they come back and have a nice win against washington the cowboys and the patriots game was pretty intense we watched it at drew's wedding um so I, I don't remember much of the wedding, but I remember the Cowboys and the Patriots game. And it went to overtime. Um, and the Cowboys won on a CD Lamb walk-off touchdown. CD! Um, which was really clutch for my parlay. It was really nice. Um, it, really was. it was clutch for his parlay, and it sealed the I'm kicking your butt, Bo, in fantasy football. We don't need to bring that up, but um, Bo is the sole owner of last place currently. So yes. I feel like that needs to be said. And let's be honest, now. there are no signs saying that Bo's ever selling that property this year. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> it, it's looking rough. Um. Yeah, I don't know. It's not going to be a fun fantasy year. It has been a great gambling year. It's not been a good fantasy year. Um, 
So, um, Steelers, Seahawks, the Steelers won, uh, I believe, in overtime. Um, so, yeah. And Titans, Bills, Titans with the upset in Tennessee against Buffalo Bills. Derrick Henry is on historic paces, both in yardage and in touchdowns. Um, he has three rushing touchdowns in three games thus far out of six. That's a lot of touchdowns. Mm-hmm. Um, Josh Allen had a chance to win the game, but instead chose to just fall on his face. Um <laughs> So, shocking win by the Titans over the Bills. The Colts just waved Jacob Eason, uh, who was picked up by the Seahawks. And Julian Blackman injured his Achilles in practices out for the rest of the year. So, that's fun. Um, Does this make you question the Colts training staff, though? Uh, did we ever think they were good? I don't know. Oh, I'm just curious. I mean, I never thought they were top 10. (laughs) Just everybody gets hurt and they stay hurt. Um, Let's see. Oh, the Tar Heels, North Carolina, got five-star offensive tackle. He's the number 13 projected recruit. Uh, and he picked Ooh. North Carolina over Alabama, Ohio State, Notre Dame, and Virginia. Not a smart move, dude. I mean, I'm not interesting choice. Well, actually, I mean, as long as he keeps up with being like the best, he's gonna look really freaking good because he's not. He's not. You're cutting in and out. And he's crazy good. Like defensive, and well, that's stupid. I don't want to cut in now. I want to be here at all times. Okay, you're back. Um, so you back. said if he's if he's there, he's what? If he's there, he's not going against like Alabama, Ohio State kind of like teams. He's going against who? Are, he's going against the ACC basically, and it is very well known that the ACC does not have that many great teams. So he'll look really good. And so maybe he'll get drafted super high because of it. I don't know. I just feel like you get more you get more on screen time if you're at Alabama or Ohio State or Notre Dame. Yeah, I don't think on screen time really matters to NFL players or to NFL scouts. Mm. They all watch every game. It's stupid. Um, let's see. Looking to see if there's anything. Um, well, in the NBA, Zion is missing the beginning of the season with a foot surgery. To have oh, yeah. Um, Michael Porter Jr. signed a five-year max extension with the Nuggets. Um, Karis LeVert has a stress fracture in his back. Well, some of this is way old. This has been since week two in the NFL. So, mm-hmm. LeVert's back to playing, I'm pretty sure. Um, 
18 former NBA players were arrested after allegedly defrauding the league's health care plan of about $4 million. Um, I think the only name I recognized was Glenn ba- Big Baby Davis was a part of it. Oh, cool. That's um, Kyrie is a subject of conversation because in New York, uh, you can't enter the building if you're not vaccinated, and Kyrie is not. And so Kyrie is staying away from all team activities because he's not allowed to be there. Um, Ben Simmons is the problem in Philadelphia. Um, He showed up, and he has been suspended one game for conduct detrimental to the team. He was thrown out of practice by Doc Rivers. Um, Today, he uh, arrived and left the facility without taking part in a scheduled workout. He described back tightness to the staff. It was cleared to work out today before leaving the facility. Um, Ben Simmons wants out. Uh, yeah. And Philadelphia doesn't want to get rid of him unless they're getting something crazy for him. So, yeah. Um, Mikhail Bridges got a four year, $90 million extension for a rookie contract in Phoenix, but DeAndre Ayton, oh, oh. Oh, there's the flag. I thought so. Pass interference on the Browns. Um, DeAndre Ayton was unable to reach an agreement. He expected a max extension. Phoenix didn't want to give it to him. So DeAndre Ayton has not received a contract extension at this point. That is Um, very interesting. It is because DeAndre Ayton is one of the big three there in Phoenix. It's him and Booker and Paul. It is. And if he were to leave, A, where would he go? And B, that would be basically, I would guess, the restart of that entire thing again. Because I think at that point, Chris Paul would probably want to leave and Deb Booker would probably want to leave. Well, Chris Paul just got a four-year extension worth $120, yeah, but then Chris Paul will get himself traded if he wants traded. That's true. He's uh, Chris. Jaron Jackson Jr. got a four-year extension with the Grizzlies and Malcolm Brogdon somehow got a two-year extension with the Pacers. Don't ask me to explain it. I think we're just happy with being mediocre, and that's all it comes down to. Yes. Um, we're going to halftime 10-0. Um, Bowling Green won a rare FBS upset college football. They were a 30-and-a-half-point underdog to Minnesota. Wowzers. Texas That's A&M good. stunned Alabama. I did see this. Johnny Menzel was on the sidelines. Mm. Something about Oklahoma. All I wrote was Oklahoma. Okay, so I think I know. I think I got this. So, Oklahoma had Spencer Rat. I think it's Rattler, Rattler. I don't know. Basically, Heisman favorite this year. Um, projected number one overall pick-ish kind of area in the draft. Um, has not played well. Um, and then I think I don't know what week he got benched. He got benched for the rookie or not the rookie, the freshman. Um that they had. And since then, that freshman has has taken the job 
Um, it is his job now because he has played very, very, very well. Um, and now Spencer Rattler is not even playing. Uh, basically, his draft stock is non-existent. We've probably never seen someone's draft stock plummet like we've seen his draft stock just absolutely plummet. Um, and he's kind of, I think he's a little bit petty about it. Um, from what I've seen, he's kind of that kind of a guy, um, which I could be completely wrong. I don't know him, but from what I've seen via social media slash his reactions to um, this freshman coming in and playing well, he just seems kind of not happy about it. Um, he has also, I think, since removed on his Twitter or Instagram, the University of Oklahoma off of it. It just says quarterback now. It does not say quarterback at Oklahoma. So I think he's going to enter a transfer portal. If he's smart, he would enter a transfer portal and go play somewhere else next year and then go to the draft, not go to the draft this year because he would be drafted really late and not make any money. (laughs) So that's the Oklahoma situation. I didn't know any of that, so I'm guessing that's not what I meant, but I don't know what I meant. So we're going to go with that. <laughs> I would I would say that's got to be what you were talking about because nothing else, in my opinion, has happened at Oklahoma. It, I, I'm thinking it had to be something with a game or something. I think there was a crazy interception at one time, but... There was. I, I remember that. that. That was cool. Yeah, it was cool, but I don't, I don't think it's that. It's got to be that story. That's all I got to say. Uh, Iowa lost Purdue. They did. They were number two. They're no longer number two. Obviously, if you lose to Purdue, you should be like number 200. They might be. I don't know where they're at. Uh, and Ed Orgeron and LSU reached an agreement that he will not return as coach next season. Apparently, there was something going on there with him and girls or something. That wouldn't surprise me. He seems like that kind of a guy. Ooh, shots fired. Um, I mean, he bought Joe Burrow lobster to recruit him. What kind of coach does that? And it wasn't like just a little bit of lobster. It was like, here's my credit card. Go buy whatever you want. I think kind of a situation. I forget the actual story. Look it up. Okay. Basically, it's it. It's weird. I think that's all I have to get caught up on. Mm, I think so. Trying to think if there's anything else like topic wise we need to talk about. Ah, Von Miller is now questionable to return in the Thursday night football game, apparently. That's not good for the Broncos. They're already down 10 nothing. They're already playing like poop. Yep. Yep. Um, let's think of anything else. Nope, I got none. 
Okay. Well, if you're interested in hearing more or sharing with your friends or letting us know what you want us to talk about or giving us your hot takes, you can send us an email like Mike does. Well, did. did. Um, still breaks my heart. Um, and you can do all of that stuff in the show notes below. There is a link. It takes you, you can uh, send an email, you can share the podcast, you can follow us on social media, you can do all that. You can follow us on Twitter. I would suggest following us on Twitter because you get all the news like pretty pretty frequently. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and I don't know what else. This has been Sports Shenanigans with mullet in houston and go tell everyone and your mom about the show and hopefully one of you is related to someone who works at like fox or espn or something (laughs) connections baby